0: Welcome to the VGC Podcast, my name is Christopher Knowles, and today I am rocking a brand new shirt we just added to the store. The VGC Eagle t-shirt, the back looks like the back, uh, I can't show it right now, but uh, <laughs> this is the new VGC Eagle t-shirt, we're very excited about this one. Players have already been putting their, putting in their orders for this t-shirt, so if you want to grab it, it's the newest one, VGC Eagle t-shirt, go grab yourself uh, the best shirt in the volleyball game. Uh, we also have a bunch of other gear there. If you haven't checked out our VGC gear store, link is in the bio of our accounts at Volleyball Growth Coach on TikTok and Anna on Instagram. So I absolutely love this shirt. I'm probably going to be wearing this shirt every single day that I possibly can. But today, we're here to answer your guys' questions on the VGC podcast. So as we always do, we dive straight in. If you have any teammates that you think are really benefit from a show like this, share, this, share the show with them because the more you make your teammates better, the more your team gets better yo. So first question of the day, can you talk about how to snap your wrist when hitting? My coaches always tell me that, but I never understand. So this is a very good question. Um, because snapping your wrist isn't all about just snapping your wrist, the just the muscle of using your wrist. It's also about the contact you have on the ball. So I'm gonna grab the ball real fast. So snapping your wrist is a lot easier when you have the correct contact on the ball, right? So when we're float serving, we want to be hitting the ball, right? Kind of on the back, but a tiny bit on the bottom, right? Nothing crazy and hitting with a flat hand, right? That's what we want. But when we're hitting, we don't necessarily want to only just be hitting the back of the ball. We also want to be a little bit on the top, right? And as you see, when I go from the back of the ball to the top of the ball, my wrist is already bending with it. Right, so this is what we want to do because then when we're contacting, it's natural for our hand to roll on the top and let it go and that's what gives it that top spin, right? So it's not as much as just hitting it and snapping your wrist, right? Because that's, if you hit and snap your wrist, you're kind of like pushing the ball and you're gonna give a little bit of backspin or else it'll float too. And so what we want is the right contact, right? So if you're hitting here and on the top and you're pulling that ball down, you're snapping on top of it just naturally based off the contact you have on the ball itself, right? So when coaches are telling you that means that you, they're telling you that so you get a better contact on the ball, right? They want you to be getting on top of the ball, right? So instead of just hitting it and snapping your wrist, they want you to contact and snap your wrist all the way through and roll your hand over the top of the ball, right? If that's how we kind of want to think about it, right? So. That's my biggest thing, and I think is the most helpful thing, is that it's the contact on the ball, not just hitting and snapping for no reason. It's hitting on top of the ball and snapping on top of the ball as it rolls, so you get the topspin and it it goes downward. Question number two. Is it possible for American high school graduates to play collegiate volleyball in another country? Yes, it is 110% realistic, and it can definitely happen. Um, the biggest thing with if you're trying to play collegiate volleyball in another country is sending film, right? Because like use an example of colleges here, right? When they're recruiting people from outside of the country, right? If, if people outside of the U S can come play in the U S and play for our college teams, then it's possible for the other way around. Right. But when let's say Hawaii is going to recruit someone that's out of the country, right? They'll say they're from Greece. Then a big Component of them getting recruited is film, right? The flight, the, it's very rare that a, a collegiate coach will fly over to a different country to watch one player, right? So if you're try, if you're an American high school graduate trying to play in a different country, sending them film is going to be huge, right? Because they're not going to have a chance to see you in person unless you fly out there and play for them, but it's not—they're not, not going to be able to see you in person. So allowing them to see you through film is going to be massive so they can actually be like, oh, this player is actually good, they can provide value to our team. So it's absolutely possible, but I would say the biggest component to making that happen is sending those schools and collegiate teams fill. Question number three, how do I improve my timing when getting set from the libero from the middle of six while I'm hitting oppo? So when you're hitting oppo and you're getting set from the libero middle six, so basically kind of like hitting out of system, the biggest thing you want to do is wait, right? Wait a, even a full second longer to start your approach. Most young players' problems with hitting today is they make the exact same approach for dynamic sets. You know What I mean, what I mean by that is like, no set is going to be the exact same ever, right? And so if you're making the exact same approach, an inconsistent set not inconsistent in the way of bad but inconsistent like it's not the exact same place every single time then you're going to be an inconsistent hitter right so making sure that you're adjusting your approach based off where the ball is coming from so if it's coming from the libero out of six like zone six you want to wait as long as you can and since it's behind you wait to start your approach until after they even set it right because it's going to be an out of system set they should be setting it super high for you and so what you want to do is wait see the set that they make and you haven't even made a step yet don't even start your approach yet see the set that they make and then once you know where it's going and how much time you have then you go and be explosive on your approach right So I think I can tell you 10 other things, but this is going to be the root cause of what's going to make it a lot easier for you. So waiting and giving your setter, giving the libero, whoever it is in middle six, giving them time to set you a nice high ball and then reading that set and then being explosive to go get that ball. So those are all three questions for today's podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed. Uh, As always, we are doing shorter podcast episodes. So if you like these shorter podcast episodes, let us know. Let me know so I can do more of them or change them if you don't like them. Go check out the Volleyball Growth Coach store. It's in the link in both of our bios on TikTok and on Instagram. Get yourself a VGC Eagle t-shirt and all the other great gear that we have. Uh, A lot of players are copying a lot of the gear. So it's going pretty fast. So get yourself an Eagle t shirt. I personally love this one. I'm going to try and show the back. I'm going to show the back. Boom. Fly high above all. Uh, But yeah, a lot of our pieces are motivational pieces because our VGC players are the ones that are gritty, that are obsessed with the grind of becoming better, becoming the best players they can be. So that's kind of where the shirt inspiration has come from, of being motivational, being inspirational to achieve that high level player that you want to be and be your best self so that is the episode for today also go get you a bgc volleyball i promise it won't be lopsided like this i just got a weird one and always grow together